0: You're listening to The Professional Blur, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Klom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Professional Blur podcast, the only podcast about extra work, background acting work. This week, I am so excited to have my good friend Christina Rickert and her parents, Greg and Bev Van Sitters. Thank you so much for all being here.
1: Thank you for having us, us. Jason. Great to be here.
0: Now, why are your parents here, Christina? Christina?
2: Well, they're here because my extra slash acting work was done at a time when I don't have very many memories. Uh, when I was super, super young, um, my acting career, I don't even know when it started, but it definitely ended around age 10 or 11. So I uh, I have barely any memories of that time. So I need them to kind of supplement my, uh, my recollection a little bit.
0: Fair enough. Now we're gonna let's wait five seconds, uh, so I can record your AC as planned, and then I'll that way I can cut it out. Okay, good. Um, Now uh, what I'm gonna do is um, I I I also like to I sometimes ask people like who are you? What are you known for? Obviously, I asked my mom. She's not an actress. Nobody knows who the hell my mother is. Um, You don't act anymore. Absolutely fine. Uh, But Is there one particular commercial or something that people might be familiar with that you could be like, oh, yeah, I'm in that thing?
2: Yes. Uh, I was in a commercial called, well, it was the Bumble Ball. That's what it was selling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It basically, I'm sure you could find a picture of it, but it's basically like, it looks like, what is that thing called? It's like that medieval thing that you swing it around. Like like a mace? Yeah, exactly. And it's got all those, like, uh, pokey-outy things. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Uh,
2: This was a child's toy. Um, It looked like that. It was plastic, and then it was battery-operated, so you would turn it on, and it would just go... And it was, I guess, particularly funny, because you'd put it on the floor, and then kids would chase after it, because it would just, like, be unpredictable, Uh the ways, you know, all the different directions it could go in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, recently, I... Well, Alan discovered this for me, I think, uh, while we were dating, uh, that it's now a dog toy.
0: What? Oh, it's there, changed over? There is a that. dog
3: toy version.
2: I Well, I don't even know if it's a kid's toy anymore. Just kids yeah. have their, like, you know, iPads and stuff, so.
3: That's so good.
2: That is now.
0: remarkable. I mean, I remember yeah. that toy distinctly and the commercial, little did I know. That little child would one day marry one of my closest friends that's delightful um i'm going to ask you a question and i think most of the time you're going to be like mom dad can you please answer this for me but what was your first time on a set acting or otherwise
2: the first time i can recall Mm -hmm. which may not have been the first time was I think it was for the Bumble Ball commercial, Mom and Dad, you can correct me, but was that the one where I remember distinctly being in the green room with a bunch of other kids and they put, they they had this brilliant idea, it was like during a break or something, to start the movie Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. and um, then when I guess break time was over, uh, they called us back on the set. And I pretty much started a mutiny because I was like, uh, "We're in the middle of a movie, and it's my favorite movie. How dare you ask me to come back?" Uh, yeah, I was I was pretty angry. I was always the kid in school during like nap time who'd be talking to everybody, so keeping everyone up while they're supposed to be asleep. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my first like on set memory. I want to say, but I also did some catalog work too and i just remember being insanely bored waiting Mm -hmm. for people to like set the lights up set whatever up and i don't know i think i just kind of hung out in my boredom because i am an only child so Mm -hmm. i'm kind of used to that
0: (laughs) greg and bev how did this come about i have never heard about like why a parent decides okay my cute little kid i want this cute little kid on camera professionally how do you make that decision i don't understand it you want to it's, take
3: that, Greg, or you want Please. me to start? Uh, so this started when she was, what, maybe nine months mm-hmm. in in Denver.
0: Uh-huh.
3: And on a lark, we saw an ad in the paper for the, was it Little Miss Colorado pageant right. or something? Oh, my God. So we decided to, sure, we've got a beautiful damn baby. She's going to be a gorgeous woman. So we're going to take her and put her in this thing just for fun. We had nothing else to do. We were, you know. You were bored people. with a nine month old. No we, we were boring people. We had nothing to do but stuff with our nine month old. so we wanted to change it up a little bit.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, I mean it's it's harmless, right? Now. Also, yeah. I'm assuming Christina, you don't remember any of that.
2: Not the pageant. No, no. but so she won. Not, <laughs> she not she, not,
3: so not the Denver's the, the epicenter for acting and modeling, but yeah. she won the pageant. Uh-huh. And we talked to people about, you know, getting an agent and all that. And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> so, but then a few months later, we moved out to California.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I
2: still have the uh, the trophy from it. It's uh, in our living room. Oh my <laughs> well, I god! I don't know why. I don't know where else you I'm
3: you must but show the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be your video bit.
2: <laughs> I I won this. This was part of the prize, I guess. But like <laughs> really, that's like for like a kid, like a like a legit child. And yeah, not a nine month old, old.
0: So baby, that is wrong. How, <laughs>
2: <That's... laughs>
0: <laughs> how does that go? Do you just bounce the baby around like, hey everybody, look at this? How how does how does a baby pageant work? I've
1: never seen this. Well, actually, we had some photos taken and. Um, And I, Greg, I don't remember where it was, it could have been pennies or something at that point, but that's what you submitted. You submitted the photos. So it was like this, this large eight by 10, you submitted it and they wanted to meet with her as well to make their decision about, you know, and she won Miss baby photogenic or whatever. And it was so funny because she was absolutely a pleasant baby. Mm -hmm. I mean, loved people, never had uh, the fear. There's always a thing that happens with kids um, between one and two years of age. They have a fear of strangers. Christina never had that. She totally bypassed it all. That sounds kind (laughs) of (laughs)
3: dangerous. That's why we were always there. That's why we were always
0: there. (laughs) Fair. Fair and, and smart. You know, it's funny, uh you you, you say Denver is not the uh, epicenter of acting or modeling. You're right, but uh a minute ago we were talking about my mom's episode. She was in Denver when they shot Champions yeah. of Love Story. So that well, is this is our second Denver episode that starts in Denver. Hers ended in Denver. Yours does not. Now, why did you go to California, if if I may be so bold to ask?
3: Uh I had an opportunity to move out with a company that I had bought me and a couple other guys we were doing software so you know said if you want to keep working for us come out to southern california and i said i really like colorado and bev said i've always wanted to be in california so
0: (laughs) well there you go there's your opportunity there's your answer (laughs) how soon did this move into opportunities for your tiny baby
3: well, now we're in the actual epicenter of modeling and <laughs> acting. So, mm-hmm. dot, 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 here we are 30 years later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, did you immediately sign Christina up for services or did it take a little while to get going?
1: Yeah.
3: Um, I don't remember.
1: Yeah, what, what happened is is there would be some, you know, you go for those look-sees that I, that I learned about and um, they, there was one little gig that she got, because I think we did sign up with an agent uh, or a manager. I can't remember. At this point, I don't remember. Manager. Was it a manager? Yeah. And they go, oh, we've got this deal for Christina, which was the, um, the catalog. Um, they ended up using her. But what they liked about her was Christina was very petite, extremely petite for her age. But the fact is, her, her brain power i mean she she would act and talk like a four and five year old and yet should be tiny like a one to two year old mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get the idea and i and we didn't know but they explained to us that directors and folks like those kinds of kids because they can take direction yeah and they understand and yet they're tiny enough that you know it just it they could play younger roles, so uh, we did the. Um, what was the name of that catalog, Chris? Do you remember? Mopsy, Mopsy, and Cotton Oh my God, the cutest <laughs> <drink> <laughs> for little girls, the <laughs> is girl. My face red. Uh. And the, thing, the thing is, though, um, so dorky. When she was when she was doing it, and they said, "Well, this could lead to something," it was just to be fun. And because she wasn't school age, we didn't have to worry about permits at that time, but it was just fun for her. And she'd try on these dresses. They had the hair, the makeup, and as a little girl, that's just so cool. But I was always there. I was the one changing her clothes. I mean, I was probably maybe just super protective. but i wanted to be the one to change my daughter's clothes and to make sure that she was set and so on and they would end up when there was a scene near and i think this was out near balboa, balboa, balboa island. Park, island, island. island island newport and in newport and it was just beautiful scenery they would say come on christina come with us we want to set up the shot and they would use her because she is, and you know her as an adult, not much has changed. <laughs> oh, yeah, where do you want me to stand and, and to be right, right in their faces? They would set up the camera angles based on Christina.
0: Wow. I mean, that, I mean, that, that is definitely, I, I can see them wanting a child who does not um, have their own shit going on. <laughs> They're just like, it's just willing, yeah, sure, no, where's the camera? Oh, great, hi, how are you? <laughs> exactly. Look at me. Yeah, no, that's uh, good. That's, that's I, what you need.
2: I think before I became an adult, I was like pretty fearless and just, you know, didn't really care. And as an only child, I was so comfortable around adults too, just because my parents would have parties and stuff. So uh-huh. I was just all in it and to be like on the beach, like where I remember that one in particular, that shoot. And that was really fun for me, but still the standing around, like not actually doing anything, uh-huh. especially cause I didn't have to learn lines for a catalog shoot. So it was just kind of like okay I just have to like look pretty in front of the camera okay
0: You know, this is something I've never had to ask anybody about because, like, uh, you know, uh, we almost exclusively talk about stuff that's on uh, that is moving pictures, but uh, it's boring enough sitting around and then being on a camera that, you know, they can see you for every frame. Is it for from what you remember? Are you fully engaged when there's a a catalog shoot going on because it's centered on you? I I just know my own ego would would love that. But
2: (laughs) I remember really. Enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think I was like put off by having a bunch of cameras in my face. Um, I think it helped too because there were other actors with me. So yeah. it wasn't like just me on my own. I think it might have been like, a, was it like a family? Like we were like a pseudo family. Do you remember? No, I think a was- mom and a like maybe a sibling. Or- no, I don't
1: remember that. I just remember no. all the little girls that were. Modeling. Oh, and you got to keep one which was so nice oh yeah <laughs> they, they were cute clothes I think
2: for for the early 90s
0: sure sure <laughs> uh so Christina's first memory of being on a set was that was that commercial is that are there were there other sets that she might have been on that you can remember
1: no, I, I think what, well, yeah, of course, the Bumble Ball one, that that was really kind of fun. I think the the thing that surprised us, I think, in the whole process is the interviews we would go as parents. Uh, you know, when she was in the Diane Reist, uh acting classes and she was taking those uh, in Burbank, uh, people would come to us and, and it'd be a manager or agent or whomever, and they they would, uh, for the gig, they would ask us questions. You know, some parents look at their kids as meal tickets, and that's the thing that surprised me so much, especially being in the the, the least um, acting classes that we took her to. And Greg and I are both professionals, and we always knew this was a business. Mm-hmm. We had no aspirations that our kid was going to be the next Shirley Temple. I mean, if she wanted to, that was cool. But we both agreed as parents, if this is no longer fun, then we're fine with her stepping away because, yeah. you know, like any money she got, that was already put into her college fund because we were like, oh, save this because this is going for this kid. And I think that some, when I see some parents go into, and at least the ones we saw, oh, my child's gonna do blah, blah, blah. And I didn't wanna be the stage mother. I didn't want any of that. This is her thing. And it was to protect her. If she wanted to do it, fine, we're gonna support her to the nth degree. Um, so she did do, I think it was an audition for, um, and this was after Bumble Ball, was a Disney, Thing. And we talked about it. And she, she did the audition. She came back and said, oh, gosh, you know, I'm." and you can tell she's starting to get bored with it. And, um, and I remember having this conversation, and I think we both did, was what if you get called? Well, I don't know if I want to do Disney. No, no, think about it. If you get called, do you realize what's going to be on your shoulders? There are people there who have their livelihoods, camera folk people doing grip work all of these and i'm naming all the different kinds of people involved in a production and i said you're going to do if you're going to do it you're going to have to say yes you're in a hundred percent there's no going back like oh i don't like it now no this is a business mm-hmm. so that was a really tough thing to to deal with i think for for both of us but but then uh, greg would remember about when she when it was no longer fun and uh, go ahead, Greg. Why want to talk about that part? Because I, I don't, wasn't a part of that one.
3: Yeah, i you know, Bev and I both had full-time jobs throughout all this. So this was never a, uh, I'm just going to take time off and be a full-time stage mom or dad. So it was always about having fun, going out yeah. and having fun. So every once in a while, they would take Christina to an audition or I would take her to an audition. And I remember, we went to this one in uh, Beverly Hills. And on the trip back, uh, you know, we were talking about how it was. And I said, you know, if, if this isn't fun for you anymore, let's just stop because this uh-huh. is supposed to be fun. This is nothing to m- make you stressed out. And she said, yeah, it's time. So that was the end of it.
0: That's pretty self-aware, Christina. Do you? What was? Uh, what, what's your? I mean, you know, as a kid, I wouldn't have. I would have felt the pressure regardless. So, uh, oh my gosh, do you remember these auditions uh, that they're talking about?
2: I I think the only one that really sticks in my memory is that last one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: I'm I'm pretty sure. I hope I'm not like dissociating it, but um, I'm pretty sure this was the one where I don't know if it was like going to be a Nickelodeon show or something like that, but it was. Uh, it, the audition was me and another child in the room. Um, so I had to act off of him and basically because of my look, I was really dorky. I had these like ridiculous glasses and I just, I looked like a nerd. Like I, I was definitely <laughs> going to get cast for nerdy shit stuff. <laughs>
3: I don't
0: know to you can swear. <laughs>
2: um, so I was told basically to improvise with this kid I just met like a oh few seconds ago and they paired us together probably really arbitrarily i don't even know how um i don't think i had anything prepared i think they basically like the whole audition was just improv um which was not my forte
0: and you're 10 or 11 here
2: Uh uh-huh and training i well so we in the diane we school i believe they might have touched on improv um but it was definitely not something i was comfortable with Mm um And basically they said, so you're with this kid, he's your bully, you're this, you know, nerdy kid in school, go. And this kid, we were just staring at each other, we are like, wait, what? And, you know, I don't even think I knew this kid's name, like, we didn't have time to, like, talk beforehand. So I I distinctly remember, um, because I didn't know what to do. I went up to him in the middle of the audition in front of these people watching us. And I whispered in his ear, Hey, I'm going to pretend that you hit me yesterday. (laughs) And then I went back in my corner and I was like, that was really mean that you, you hit me the other day. And you know, I told my teachers and blah, blah, blah. And then he, I got nothing from this kid. (laughs) I was like, I was trying my hardest to like, make something up out of thin air. And this kid was giving me nothing. And I just, I felt like such a loser in front of these people auditioning us. And I just thought, you know, I, this is, this isn't fun for me anymore. And I think I, you know, it wasn't just that one audition. I think it was the anxiety of going into all these auditions, which now as an adult, I can see I can compare them to job interviews mm-hmm. and job interviews themselves themselves like scare the crap out of me. So I'm like, uh, you know, just those yeah. nerves, you know, when you're standing up in front of people that are their sole purpose is to judge you and performance. Uh-huh. And, uh, one of the biggest issues for me, I think was learning lines. Mm-hmm. Ironic cause I couldn't even do improv clearly, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I remember going over lines with my parents. It might have been for school or for you know, the acting school or for auditions, but I just remember like having a hard time, like learning the lines themselves and then, especially when you get the sides when you showed up to an audition, trying to learn them on the spot, like mm-hmm. ten or fifteen minutes before you go into the audition room. And that just terrified me. and I, I think given my age at 10, 11, 12, whenever I stopped, um, I just remember that's the age that you're kind of, you know, you're in this awkward like middle phase of of childhood where you're, you know, you're not really a kid anymore. You're not a teenager. You're this preteen awkward weirdo for me. I'm speaking for myself, obviously. (laughs) Um, And I just, I didn't want to be judged anymore because I, you know, going into middle school, I knew that I was already like going to be dealing with like bullying and and stuff like that. And I think it just hit me like, do I really want this as like even like a side gig, like a fun, you know, quote unquote, fun weekend activity? I I really I didn't really want it at that point
0: that again that is remarkably self-aware but you know it sounds like you got you know you 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 went through all the right st- stuff like i mean like literally you're in some kind of an diane weiss has an acting school for children this is what's this is what's my only takeaway so far
2: what the hell
0: i mean i love diane weist but now, did you, 20 did years you, ago man did you meet her or is she not involved
3: directly
1: wasn't it her husband, Greg? I think, I and mean, he was using her name. I yeah, think might something like it.
3: that. It was okay. on, I think, Magnolia in Burbank. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. Trying to think what would be there now, huh? That's really funny. Uh, what what kind? Do you remember the, those classes at all, Christina? I'm uh, now. I'm really curious.
2: Like vaguely. Okay. Like okay. really vague, and I like I said, I feel like we we touched on improv, but. Uh-huh oof it was painful and I I I do remember sitting in a big circle with the rest of the kids and Mm -hmm. I think we were all vaguely around the same age because I think that's how they tried to like group you makes sense um, in the class yeah just it makes sense um and I I don't know I never really like connected with the other kids and I think a lot of them like my mom said were kind of just you know in it because their parents were forcing them to be in it and, you know, I was trying to have fun with it, but also understanding that this could be a potential career. Mm-hmm. And I, eh, after a while, I'm just like, this, this is a lot of pressure. I I can't do it. I don't want it.
0: Who wants a job interview every few weeks, even if you're booking them? Like, it's not. that—that That is... Um... You know, that's one of the many reasons I've never uh, tried to be a professional actor. It's too fucking difficult. It doesn't make (laughs) any sense. Do you. um, Okay, so you, you booked the Bumble Ball commercial. Were there any other commercials or any small roles or extra parts and things that we haven't that maybe haven't come up before in conversation? I'm curious.
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think there were other things because I know Grandpa was involved. He would take her to uh, these look-sees and so on. As a matter of fact, he was the one where she got that Bumble Ball commercial and they decided on her. <laughs> he was the one who took her to that particular Oh, one. okay. You know, and um, <clears throat> now I, I guess as a parent, I was really impressed not only with the catalog but also with the Bumble Ball. The guy who was the director of the commercial had 10 children. So he had on set... The snacks for the kids, a separate nap room, uh, a place the kids could just unwind. Uh, and They had, of course, the tutor on set. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing. You know, so that, from a parent standpoint, that, I, I just thought that was, geez, every set like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tutor thing I understood, but a nap room? Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> you know? remarkable.
1: Sounding. A dad with 10 kids would know that so uh but it also a yeah. dad would can't 10 can kids would know not to call somebody into costume and all that while beauty and the beast are their favorite <laughs> <laughs> movie is going oh, on.
2: i was so mad oh, i, yeah. I, I oh. remember that and like looking back it's like why would you start a movie like maybe a 20 minute episode of something yes like, what a, a whole feature length movie
3: mm-hmm
0: yeah I mean come on, this is the the second Golden Age of Disney. You don't do that. you don't cut it off in the middle. Uh, I always like to ask people about their celebrity interactions and that could be anywhere from uh, we literally had a Bruce Willis story a couple weeks ago to it doesn't matter to like a famous kid whose name I'm not gonna know. Um, so and I don't know if you remember any Christina on set if it ever happened or Gregor Bev if you remember running into anybody famous.
2: For me, on set, I don't think that I met anyone famous, but mm-hmm. I do know, well, I only take this at my parents' word because I don't remember it, but um, the was it at the Hotel Dell You guys want to talk about? No, no. That? Oh, no, different one? No. It was. This was, that, was the,
3: that was the Broadmoor Hotel in Colorado Springs. That's we, what I met. We had taken you down there. You were, you were less than one at that point because we were still in Colorado. Uh, we just went down for a weekend and, uh, we were coming down from our room in the elevator and guess who was in there with us? Fred Rogers. What? Yeah. We, we, he, he wouldn't talk to us. He was talking to Christine the whole ride, just completely ignored us. Oh,
1: come And I'm on. from Pittsburgh. I mean, hello. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It was so exciting.
0: What was Mr. Rogers doing in Denver? It doesn't matter, but come on. <laughs> oh, or in so other jealous. nice neighborhoods,
1: I guess. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so
0: jealous right now. That's remarkable.
1: And we were on a flight, Greg. I can't remember where, I think we were flying from Boston to LA, and there was a gal sitting next to me. And Greg and I were complaining about Apple versus there, my, my monitor did not work. And we were complaining about it. Do you remember her name?
3: Yeah. Uh, so sitting next to me, going through a bunch of model shots, was Shalene Woodley. Oh wow. Bev leans over and says, "I think that's Shalene Woodley." And I said, Oh No, so I asked her.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I'm <don't know> <laughs> <words laughs> complaining. <laughs> she asks. <laughs> I asked her. I go, "Excuse me, but you, but you know, you don't want to come out and say and I go, "You look exactly like Shalene Woodley." She goes, "Yeah." And I said, "No, I'm serious. You do." She goes it's me. (laughs) (laughs) And another time we saw Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. That was in Atlanta. That was in Atlanta, yeah. And I just, uh, they were sitting in first class, of course, and we just walked by because we were getting off the plane and I just bent over to say thank you so much for all that you've given us. I said, I'm just a fan. Thank you so much. And that was enough.
0: That's pretty good. Although nothing's going to be Mr. Rogers, but it's still, they're all very good. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. Like,
2: oh, this is I'm me jealous crazy. of their memory that I of don't Of their
0: memory have. that you don't get to share? Yeah, that's too yeah. bad. Christina, have you, have you been on a set since the, the acting days have ended? I mean, I, I mean, I know that uh, you know a bunch of actors, so, uh, but have you been on like any big sets?
2: Uh, any I've only been on the ones where I'm helping out my husband, Alan
0: Rickert.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um to think of any recently um you know they've been relatively small like you know little short films or um you know projects that alan and mitch from from their who productions uh they put out and other friends of ours like eric Feltes, um he's had one somewhat recently um i usually just i help out with little things on set like mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually written in my vows to Alan uh, on our wedding day that, you know, I'll, I'll hold a boom mic for you whenever you ask me to. <laughs> so um, all of these are very, like, non-acting associated roles that I am allowed to have. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be doing anyone any favors if I actually took up acting again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess you don't know unless you try. Alan's tried to get me on, uh, what was what was he doing, Groundlings?
0: Uh, uh-huh.
2: Like, when he was doing improv a few years ago, he's like, we should take a class together. I think it'd be super fun. And then I'm like, no, I legitimately have PTSD from when I tried to do it. <laughs>
0: Just your lucky, Okay, Alan, you're a bully. Christina, oh, no. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> no, please, No. <laughs>
0: Oh my god improv no the idea improv was stre- is still stressful to me and it's still my favorite thing to do but if i were 12 i would have yeah. i would have wet myself like no doubt <laughs> on the spot <laughs>
2: well, to have s- such little direction obviously now looking back i understand why you don't give direction if it's improv but mm-hmm. I was like okay just go what do you mean just go <laughs> <laughs>
0: thing is most actors can't improvise that's the other thing though like most actors can't most improvisers can't improvise so it's (laughs) it's rough okay so christina uh what i'd like to do ooh i just hit my microphone that's what i'd like to do is smash my microphone um we have one segment on the show okay and it's going to be it's easy if you have really only had the one prominent role but it's called five and over where you take your role (laughs) that you did, and you spin it off. So, I'm assuming we're going to do the baby, the little kid from Bumble Ball. Sure. What is her spinoff? What's what's her name, maybe? What's Is it a drama? Is it a movie? Is it a TV show?
2: Well, I feel like you'd have to tie in the fact that the Bumble Ball is now a dog toy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, since I love dogs so much, I can relate to my character if she ends up just hoarding a bunch of dogs because she's obsessed with the Bumble Ball, becoming a dog toy, and she's like, I need to live on with more Bumble Ball-like products. And, uh, yeah, she just goes crazy, buys, like, 15 dogs, and gives them all Bumble Balls, (laughs) so that she can play with them. I (laughs) love (laughs) that... That's where my head goes.
0: I love that her two core character traits are not only she loves dogs, but it sounds like she's an adult at this point, and she's still obsessed with the bumble ball. How could you
2: not be Jason?
0: Either the product is that good, or she's that out of her mind.
2: She's slightly out of touch with reality.
0: Oh, man. I don't (gasps) hate this idea. I'm going to talk with Alan about this next, and we're going to write it up. Um,
2: Did I tell you he actually bought me that dog toy bumble ball at one point? I don't know where it is. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I might have
0: thrown it away. Sure, it's all right.
2: It was very thoughtful of him when he saw <laughs> my bumble ball commercial on YouTube.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I like there. There is an element though of um, if you've had a kid who who acted, who did some some child modeling and stuff like that, and you guys obviously had perspective at the time. It's got to be nice where it's like, oh, this is just. We, you could scrapbook for a certain type of a certain part of her life. This is this is this little portion of her life to look back on and see her grow as a human. And you didn't have to deal with the inevitable insanity that would have come if she had become a professional actor. It's just that's what happens. So is it nice being able to look back on that stuff with the uh, mostly fun memories
3: then? Yeah, it gives us a fun story to tell a podcaster.
2: <laughs> That's the reason they did it They had a lot of foresight they yep. <laughs> did.
3: You guys should have invested in it
0: I don't know why you didn't invest in podcasts In, in, in the early days My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I want to make sure I ask a few questions And you can all answer these since you've all I'm assuming either been on set Or other locations where they've had these But favorite craft service item I'd like to know everybody's favorite craft service item
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Mine would probably just be goldfish. All right. I feel like I probably had those at one point on a set.
3: Yeah. We always took goldfish or Cheerios along for the ride.
2: There you go. Oh, also, well, this was definitely not a craft service item, but a dad craft service item was, uh, that I would have in the car rides there or back. (laughs) Uh, Gobble sticks.
0: What is that?
2: Oh my! Well, you're vegetarian, so it, yeah. I sound like a jerk saying it. I haven't
0: always been vegetarian, so.
2: Oh, Alan and I talked about these the other day. We were like reminiscing. They were huge in like the early mid '90s or whatever. Uh
3: huh. What
2: What were they made of, Dad? I don't I don't even know turkey. if I'm going to ask this question. Was it really turkey?
3: Yeah, it's like a little turkey sausage thing that you oh. could eat.
2: And you would open it like a string cheese, like it was a vacuum sealed yep. type of thing, like that, and I mean, <sighs> sort it of like delicious. a a
3: turkey vienna sausage if you will
2: they were so yeah, good yeah
0: that would have been up my alley no that's yeah. that sounds amazing oh
2: uh, and I, I distinctly remember having one i think it was on one of the rides home from an audition if not the last one i went on but and that's when we started our deep conversation of are, are you sure you want to continue <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and you're like only
2: if i get my gobble enough. sticks
0: if you get your gobble sticks then you're good to go that's fun I mean, that's good. Uh, what about on the set of uh, uh, Bumble Ball, Bev? Was there anything uh, delicious there?
1: Um, sandwiches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the sandwiches. And it was just, it was such a spread. I mean, I couldn't believe it. It was, it was just nice. And uh, because I did the one called America Says, I did the game show, they also had it. But it didn't compare to Bumbleball. It did not. And I said, <laughs> what are these cheesy things here? Yeah, it was just not cool. Not cool.
0: Mm-hmm. You you know, I like th-
1: no, but that was not cool.
0: What was the show?
1: America's America Says. Is it America Says, Greg?
3: Yeah, something like that. You yeah. don't know
2: the name of the game show. I don't brought- remember. <laughs> I
1: remember. I just remember just the people.
3: Look, when yeah. you're of a certain age, you suffer from CRS. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us can remember stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff.
1: So it's only been out for about, I think, two years now. Oh, okay. And the guy who's in it is John Michael... you help me?
0: Higgins? Yeah. Yes! Oh, I love John Michael Higgins. I yeah. loved
1: him, too. He was so nice. And he even made a comment because I had my red glasses on. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh! What do you do? And I'm like, I love it. It's <laughs> <I'm laughs> so much fun. And he was just, he was just, he just made us. And we won, except we didn't win the big jackpot. Uh huh. And we won another one. And as a matter of fact, one of Eric's friends, John, um, he wears, he wore this cute bow tie at one of the parties we attended. Uh, he was on the opposite team, and I remembered him because he's just so funny. <laughs> you know, and that, it was really fun So, anyway
0: I want to do a game show That would be fun, I've never done a game show I've had a lot of friends who've done them
1: it, it, It's really amazing though Because of all the stuff that people had at once Playola and all this other stuff Payola,
3: hey,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> we played it too <laughs> um, There was like about 30 pages and we met with the Entertainment lawyer 30 pages of legal documents We had to go through, page by page wow. by page before you even get into uh, practicing for the show,
0: holy cow! Yeah, it was. That's, it
1: was. Uh... I was shocked. I was so shocked about that.
0: Uh, Christina, what would it take for you to act again? What would it? It would put. it be. It'd be it have to be a hell, right? That's what I'm thinking. It'd have to be a hell of a thing.
2: A hell yeah. of an offer. I, I would need to take classes. Yeah. I like. The only way I think I could like rebuild my confidence with acting would be to take a class Mm -hmm. and then rehearse with Alan probably nonstop, which I'm sure he'd love.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just, I I mean, I know like practicing anything, you know, you you get better at it. Um, I know obviously acting takes some base talent, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I ever had. Um, it's hard to look back and say that I did, Uh um, but I, I was involved in the arts just in general. Like I did ballet tap and jazz, Uh um, at the same time when I was super young. Um, and I just liked performing in front of people. But I think once I started getting, uh, into like my teenage years, I started (laughs) to lose that confidence and just you know when when you have people judging you on a stage or really just even in the hallways in high school or middle school like that's like the last thing that you kind of want to get into
0: i mean that's i mean i That, honestly it makes me very happy to hear not that you won't get into acting again but that if you did do it you would take it so more seriously than a lot of people do that it you know and that that, that yeah. <clears throat> but also I love that fun has been at the center point of this the whole time. Like, if she's not enjoying it, screw it, it's over. Like, I like that, and also that um, I do like that you had moments as a kid where you genuinely seemed to enjoy it. You don't always hear those stories.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think overall it was a really good experience. And I kind of wish that I didn't quit it. I mean, obviously, it it did stop becoming fun, at least at that last audition. Um, which it could have just been like a knee jerk reaction of me to be like, I hate this cause I didn't get it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it, it brought me out of my shell a little more. Um, even though I was already kind of out of my shell.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I think, you know, it's a new and different challenge and I've never done anything like it since. Um, so yeah, I guess if, if the opportunity came up, I, I wouldn't mind like taking classes and trying to like hone that super, super old skill that I, it's super rusty at this point, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, like one of the things I think that I always liked as a kid was being the one to like read the book, like the excerpt from the book, or, you know, you get your assigned role if it's a novel or whatever, Mm -hmm. being able to kind of like act that out in front of the classroom. Um, that was always fun for me. So I think basic things like that, I kind of enjoy. So maybe voice acting is better. For me. I mean, you
0: know, it's very competitive, but it is a ton of fun. I mean, that's just it though. I mean, you know, also if, if you're in a position like I am, which is, uh, well, normally where I'm, I don't act professionally, uh, when you do get to act, it's fun. And, and and you you have to keep enjoying it like i'm i'm a- per- I talk about it a lot. I always like to ask people if they still get chills when they're on a set. I do I, have you ever done like a backlot tour like uh just a cheesy universal or oh, Warner yeah. Brothers backlot tour? that gives me chills every time
2: It's exciting stuff. stuff yeah right? just and and just to know that moving pictures have been around for so <laughs> long you yeah. know yeah and yeah I, and there's just so much talent out there um and we're like at the hub of it, which is really exciting, I think,
0: yeah. It's a nice thing. Um, uh, first of all, uh, I love the three of you. You're all delightful human beings, and I appreciate you doing the show. Um, normally, I ask people to promote stuff. So if you want to tell people where to follow you on Twitter or Instagram, or if you have anything coming up, tell people about it. Hit me with it. And If not, you can tell me to screw off. That's also fine. <laughs>
2: I mean, people are welcome to follow me on Instagram. I don't post anything remotely interesting, um, <laughs> except maybe baking. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I've been obviously with quarantine, like I'm getting back into baking and maybe cooking on occasion.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Um, so, yeah, I mean, my my Instagram handle
0: is uh-huh. That uh-huh. Thing, that
2: uh-huh. um, it's Stina Renee. So my full name is Christina Renee. Well, formerly Van Sitters, now it's Rickard. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stina Renee. Oh, oh sorry, there's a three at the end.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Because there's so many Stina Renee's on Instagram. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that I guess that's my only thing to promote. And also I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but wear a mask, please.
0: You are absolutely allowed yeah. to say it because it is necessary. Yeah. You, I, you.
2: I work at a large medical center in Los Angeles and I just you know, it's we're very close to our Full bed capacity um, just to put that out there so it is a real problem it's not a hoax please wear your masks
1: and be safe
0: yes thank you uh Gregor Beth do you do you want to point anybody to anything
1: I just remembered another person we saw another famous <laughs> please
0: please please the interview is
2: over mom <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell me about it now let's let's we're
1: do it <laughs> <laughs> we're wrapping it up here. Anthony Anderson.
0: Oh, really? Where, uh, uh, as a.
1: Greg and I went to something. Greg, you remember what it was? And we <laughs> went to this, and he was there. He was amazing. Yeah, it, was he a, uh, it.
3: it was a run-up to the Emmys last year, I think it was, and we went on to uh, the Disney lot and saw an episode of The show. Oh, okay. Got to, got to meet him and talk to him. That's fun.
1: Nice yeah. guy. Funny. So you want to promote Anthony Anderson? Yes!
3: (laughs) Okay, so once I saw Abe Vigoda in a New Jersey airport... (laughs) (laughs) I saw Samuel Jackson at LAX. He was running really fast away from me.
2: (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because it's me. Hello? (laughs)
2: Well, Alan, if we're going back to this... Uh um, (laughs) Alan and I played... um, like, full on, like, the big Jenga, like, mm-hmm. the, the huge Jenga with uh, Jason Ritter. Really? Yeah, and he was mm-hmm. a delight. He was very, very sweet. It was on some sort of set for some, or not on set, at a mm-hmm. rap party. Oh, okay. Something like that, and he was the sweetest person ever.
0: I like Jason Ritter. Apparently, his father passed that down because everybody loved his dad, too. So, Seriously. that's uh, that's remarkable <laughs> and funny. So I am um,
2: Jason Ritter. <laughs> um
0: uh the three of you are a delight thank you for doing the show um i'm just gonna end this uh, how i end it every week which is i'm sorry i missed your thing i don't own a tv so you can find the professional blur on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher and anywhere else you find podcasts and follow jason on instagram at jason Klom, and follow his hashtag the professional blur Stolen Dress Entertainment.
3: Hey, it's my turn. Ah!